self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's good it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists coming at you with another episode gummy bear <laughs> figure it there and everywhere okay I can't remember the rest of it. Somebody asked me about that show the other day. About gummy bears? This shit was... I no, they it. was trying to make a comparison to something. They you was talking about... Yeah. They were... Dang, I can't remember what the conversation was about. They were talking about how excited they get about something or... And they were like, you remember the gu- You know how the gummy bears be after they drink that juice? They bounce around. <laughs> yeah. I like gummy bears. I ain't give a fuck about the bears. Care Bears there It was just stupid Even as a child I thought it was I stupid never, I, don't know, I never watched The Care Bears It was stupid It was very stupid My mom tried to buy me A Care Bear I wanted a gummy You know what All bear. of them old shows Was stupid But I like gummy bears It was stupid <laughs> And I still got I got a season Of gummy bears On TV But all of them Old shows was Like who decided That cartoon animals I don't know What a well, should be the protagonist for most cartoons. Is they are they just kid friendly? Safer, yeah, than people. Pe- kids, uh, kids like look at Disney shit. All Disney, almost <laughs> all they fuck. They start doing the princess shit, but like, like all of they little, all the little animal movies. So Snow White didn't have no animals. They just had little people. Didn't the birds and shit? They always have birds that flock to them when they're singing their little songs. But they didn't. They didn't talk. No, they didn't have any talking animals in. But like to your point, it's Bambi. an overwhelming number of Disney movies where they do. Yeah. Bambi. I love Bambi. Thumper. I just can't. I, Disney movies. My grandma made us watch them, but. I Disney like movies suck because it's it's a whole movie full of shit until the last five minutes <laughs> like no nothing but shit happened the whole movie if nothing else from disney you should learn disappointment from but Disney. it has a happy ending everything works out in the end with the yeah. in the last five minutes they a whole shit situation yeah. for the first hour and 20 minutes you meet some lovable characters mm-hmm. a little bit more tragedy happened <laughs> a bad guy come in right before that five minutes Somebody defeat the bad guy. Last five minutes, we got a resolution. <laughs> but that's life. It like, is. It's all fucked up until the end. Yeah, basically. When you die. Lion King is my favorite one because it shows you family ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> Scar was an Why asshole. Why gotta be like that? Scar was an asshole. We don't Killed know what happened in Scar's childhood. Tried to kill his nephew. We don't shit. know how Scar's childhood was. Oh, that's such a therapist thing. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know what they done did to him. He might have been the outcast. They might have had him in the closet. You know what I'm saying? Mufasa got to eat steaks and gazelles. <laughs> and they had Scar over here eating little frogs and baby rabbits. Because he, got, he was neglected. Scar was just an asshole, I'm convinced. How I mean, he, he was an asshole, but we're trying to figure out how he became. All I know is he killed Mufasa in the most horrific manner possible. <laughs> Threw him off a cliff into a fucking... Uh, Stampede and shit. Well, nephew gave it right back. It's the most tragic. He sure did. <laughs> it's the mo- one of the most tragic movies. Ugh, but I love it. I have that. I, I cried. Like- we watched it in sixth grade. I cried. First time I remember crying on a movie, and I was at school. <laughs> in the sixth when grade, killed, like I should have been beyond tears in the sixth grade. Did you cry when he killed Mufasa? I don't know if I cried when he killed Mufasa. Oh, I think I cried when he Sim- came up in the clouds. Oh. He had that message. Really? Yeah. That made you cry? 
don't something made me cry. <laughs> I'm thinking it was that. I was. I did I cry? If I cried at anything, it would have been when Simba found his dad. I think that might have been it. Where I he think was, when he found it, found he was saying help yeah. anybody, somebody. That shit was so sad. I oh. think that might have been it. I don't know how we got to Lion King, but here we are. Here we are. I want to tell y'all about the website. <laughs> www.conversationconartist.com. You go to their website. You can check out all the links for our stories that we talked about this week. You can check out our current episode as well as our past episodes. And if you scroll over to the left, you can hover over that mail icon and leave us some feedback. Send us some questions. Anything you want to do, subscribe to our newsletter. You know, you can do that. You can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. And also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of our show. So if you would like to uh, like for us to answer a question on the air, you can send it in through the website. Or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation com- <laughs> conversation con artist. Look at that. <laughs> at gmail.com and we only have one today um it kind of piggybacks off of last week actually though um so here we go i don't like to use the word hoe for personal reasons but let's just say this every time i go out with someone in particular we run into two to three people he has screwed and or dated he's a sweet helpful hardworking man and he's very open and honest about his escapades which i appreciate I can tell that he likes me a lot, but there's a huge part of me that wonders if he would ever accept me if I had half the body count he did. What um, What do you say? A hoe can't be turned into a husband either, can he? I think we start getting into the double standards yes. of men yes. versus women yes. in society. Mm-hmm. Well, women are conditioned to you know, protect their goods and men are expected to market their goods Pass out, out to, to you as know, many people as possible to as many women as possible so even with that okay from my perspective no you cannot turn a hoe into a <laughs> like if somebody's used to like just if I see somebody I like I'm gonna go after that person that is a difficult it's not impossible but that's a difficult behavior to change just because you like settle down with one person um it's possible. I don't know that I want to deal with it. Personally. Possible in the sense that anything is possible. Exactly. <laughs> probable. How probable is uh, it? I don't know. How probable it is. So I, I personally, I mean, he could be a nice guy, but the fact that you even telling me about all of this shit, because the only reason that you even know that he fucked all these people is because he's telling you, like, y'all run into somebody and he's like, what is he saying? Like, uh, we, we had a thing once, so I screwed her. Like, how is he even bringing this up? The fact that he's even talking about this. I would be like, okay, that's you. Got she too said, much and I appreciate him for that. I don't I know. Guess if, being, well, as opposed to, I mean, I, I can understand on the one hand how you would appreciate that because let's say he don't tell you and you become friends with somebody he didn't have sex with, or like y'all are cool and everybody hanging out together, and then you find out later. You gonna be more upset about. But what that. if he done said had sex with two hundred people that you never gonna become friends with? None of them. That I don't need to fucking know. <laughs> I mean, but because you would never know, yeah, it's just best not to know. Yeah, that's true. So to that's me, true. I don't know. I, you should not. You should know that stuff. Like that's one of those things in relationships that if you are gonna talk about past relationships and flings and things, you both need to have an agreement, a dialogue <laughs> about me, that. Let me stop you right there because this is how this conversation is gonna go. He's gonna say. I was with 15 people and then she gonna say 30 and he'll be like what the fuck like dude 
I wish men would stop asking that question because you don't really want to know the answer to it. Or you're not going to be able to fucking accept it. Like, don't ask a question that you don't want the answer to. And that's a question that no man really wants the answer to. Like, you don't want to hear that she has, you know, triple digits. Like, because she might. And that's when you ask that question, you're leaving yourself open to the possibility that it is going to be a number that you find unacceptable. And most men are going to find a number more than like single digit is unacceptable because that's how men are conditioned to be. Women are supposed to be pure and ladylike and not sleep with a lot of people, which makes no sense because it's like, then who are you going to sleep with as a man to get all these? Not- I don't know. It's it never made sense to me. That whole double standard has never made sense. Like you don't want women to do this. But you also want to brag about all the women that you were with. And so in, in order for that to be possible, there has to be women out here that it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. It's like a catch-22. I mean, but if you're going to do that, you got to have a mutual conversation yeah. and dialogue about it. It is stupid. It is very stupid. You shouldn't do Absolutely that. You should not. just take that loss. <laughs> take that loss of not knowing. You know? But see, what's going to happen is you're going to get in the bedroom the first time and she's going to be out here like a porn star. <laughs> And you're going to be wondering, <laughs> what number am I? Am I number 77? Wonder that to yourself. Never ask. Because if she say you're number 77, y'all egos are very fragile. You can't take it. You can't take it. Most, I won't say all men. Most men cannot accept that. It's going to be a problem. And that's all you're going to think about every time you fucking see her. You're going to see 77 in place of her face instead of her actual features. Just a 7 and a 7. Like but I, I feel like, I feel like Women are going to be pigeonholed into having a lie. Yes. Because you can't tell them the real no. number if it's too high. And too high could be 10. It, re- it like just depends on the dude. More than single digits, usually it's going to be a problem. Depending on the guy. Like, again, men are conditioned to, you you know, loose women. You don't wife them up, right? So that's going to be a problem. They gonna, dude going to be like, your number's 10? How many boyfriends you done had? <laughs> Three? Okay, these numbers don't add up. <laughs> we don't do out of relationship flings out here. This relationship is over. We're done. It's just a stupid conversation to have. But to answer her question about whether or not you could, I don't, I don't, I think that monogamy for somebody that has showed whole tendencies in the past, whether they're male or female, is going to be a difficult, not impossible, but a difficult thing. And I wouldn't even like me personally. Again, I I don't I'm not a, I'm not one of these people that like to climb mountains. So if I see the shit is a mountain, I'm step away. <laughs> I'm not even finna attempt to climb this mountain. Not gonna do it. If you're if you're a mountain, I can't. It's too much for me. It's not worth it. I'm gonna find a molehill. I can deal with a molehill. I'm not gonna try to climb this mountain. So for me, that would be a mountain. And I wouldn't be able to deal with it. So it just depends on what you're willing to deal with or what, or the chances you're willing to take that this person is not capable of monogamy. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's on you. It's on the decision you make. Yeah. But for the guy that you will date that has had sex with a whole bunch of people and let you know, <laughs> there is a man that's had a sex with a whole bunch of people that won't let you know. And for the man that's had sex with a whole bunch of people that won't you let, let you know, there is a dude out here that had had sex with a lot of people that will let you know, which goes over to dudes who had had <laughs> sex with a lot of people and won't let you know. Like, You're about to confuse the shit. <laughs> I don't care. It's just, there's no absolutes. You just there gotta, isn't. you know, what I'm saying is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deal with the person that's done it a lot and it's decided to relay that to me. That's some kind of personality ego thing. And if every time we're fucking.
fucking going out? We running into people like every time. Like, damn, is there anybody in the city? Maybe that would be an easier conversation. Who haven't you had sex with? Maybe that's a shorter number. Shit, really? Yeah, that's it is an ego thing. You should ask him. Are there any men in that? Because <laughs> he might be sexually indiscriminate. You know, he might just hey. He might be one of these people where sexuality is fluid for him. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> if you having sex with that many women. It might be. My thing always has been once you eventually get bored and make cross over, like I don't know, like after you've had sex, because I, they're all vaginas. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) I won't get into that. But you know, I don't. I don't think you get bored. I don't think they're all vaginas, though. Like it's all different. But. Okay. It's all different. It's I, all a different that's situation. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> okay, conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, we that probably didn't answer your question, but that's all the answer I think that we have. So <laughs> if you have a question that you would like for us to not really answer, but kind of answer there, <laughs> you can send it in through the website or to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist with an S at gmail.com, or you can send it to the Facebook page because we've had somebody do that before as well. Um, send it as a direct message to us, and we're Conversation Con Artist on Facebook as well. So, yeah. And I think we're going to get into some unnatural selection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't have a whole lot this week. Uh, Janet Jackson is pregnant. Who the fuck is surprised? Um, so, I'm pretty sure when she made that announcement, she was already pregnant at that time. But this goes back to what I said then. Give these people their fucking money back. She's 50 years old. This is going to be one of the highest risk pregnancies ever. She's probably not even going to be able to do more than walk to the fucking bathroom. Just give these folks their money back because we're looking at nine months of cooking this baby. Then you have the baby. You got to bond with the baby. Who knows the health that you're going to be in at this point? Because, again, high risk pregnancy. We're looking at like maybe two fucking years out. Give these people their money back, Janet. Damn, like that's messed up. Congratulations on the pregnancy, but shit, can they have their money back? She probably don't even need the money. Her album did all right. She don't. First of all, I haven't heard the album because the single that I heard was shit. So I just figured the whole album was shit. No shade, but I just I'm not even the biggest Janet Jackson fan anyway. But she definitely does not need the money. So I don't understand. Get like cancel it and let the people get their money back and then when you come back if they want to they can repurchase the tickets but why are you gonna hold their money hostage shit beyonce cancel her um fucking date in um or postpone her date in tennessee and no people got their money back some of them some people kept their tickets and then other people i think got upset because the date got moved to like october so I guess they either just decided they weren't going to go or wanted to get a date that was earlier because they can't wait because you know how the people in the Bay have, Beehive, however you say it is. So um, they got, the, like, you can't, like, you're not going to be able to do this. And two years from now, who the fuck is going to give, who going to care about this album? Like, seriously. Two years from now, you going to want to see her perform this music now? Like, no. Give them their money back. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, you're the last relevant Jackson. Don't go down like this. No. <laughs> Don't go down as the Jackson that took all our money and wouldn't give it back. And I heard that, like, her, the show is different already anyway because, you know, her husband, she's married to somebody that's a, like, that's a Muslim. And she's a lot more covered up, I think, these days in her show than, like, compared to old Janet. Really? Yeah. yeah imagine how much more covered up she going to be after she have this damn baby. Like... 
just give these people their money back. And if they want to see you, they will. And if they don't, that's okay. You don't need, he a billionaire. And you still making fucking money off your past music and your past, um, what was the show she was on? The syndication for that show? Hmm. When she was Penny? What was the show? Oh. Good times? Good, what? No, it wasn't good times. Was it good times? It wasn't good times, was it? Shit, I don't know. Whatever the name of that show was. Hell, you still get up, syndication money from that because it's still air. So, like, you don't need this money. You won't never want for money. You're married to a billionaire. Give these people that need their money back their money back. Because it's fucked up. Good times. It was good times? Yeah. Okay. Good, t- good times still comes on. You getting this syndication money. She don't need it. I just don't understand why she wouldn't just give them their money back. Is JJ still alive? I think so. I saw a picture of all of them. Yeah, they are alive. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just Michael Knowles still big. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> give them these people. Just give them their money. Cause again, she not gonna. Again, most people. And this is the thing that gets me. Like people don't understand. I've tried to get some of my male friends to understand this because they've been like, you know, women get past. 30 and just be like gotta get married gotta get married but there's a number of reasons for that one of the reasons is it's that double standard again where you could be a bachelor your whole fucking life and people will just be like oh Mr. On Point you have to end it up my ass try to be a bachelorette and it's oh Red just can't find nobody and she's never gonna be a mother and it, it's just double standards I think I don't know these cougars out here now they are that's a new thing it is a new thing but they usually most cougars have been previously married they hadn't just never not been married before they're but, not most of the time it's a divorced woman who's just ready for some young man but, but your young meat don't know that why you cougaring <laughs> <laughs> but I say most families put more pressure on their female relatives to get married than they do the male relatives so like after because i feel it myself is every time i see one of my uncles is you ain't you don't ever bring nobody up for thanksgiving that's because i'm not fucking dating anybody like let it go so you have that and women after i think it's 35 are more prone to have a high-risk pregnancy and there's more chances for something to be wrong with the baby and for it to just be more difficult for you and who the fuck wants to deal with that so janet and being 50 she literally is probably going to the bathroom and and, and back to the bed she probably won't be able to do much of shit and she probably won't be able to do much of shit after she had this baby so give these people their money back it's fucked up just give them their money back and speaking of money that leads me into my next story which is soldier boy if y'all haven't heard soldier boy made an announcement that he just got an inked a deal for 400 million dollars okay for fucking what Who's gonna pay Soldier Boy? He so he ain't told nobody why. He won't say what it is. It's not he. He ain't said whether it's for music, whether it's clothing, whatever. He hadn't said what it's for. Maybe it's gay porn. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> gay porn stars get paid a lot. I heard. They, I, I think they do get paid more than straight because of the. Uh, that's why it's called. What is it? Uh, gay for pay. Like the straight people who do gay porn, but they're not gay mm-hmm. because they get paid more. But anyhow, I don't know what the fuck, Soldier Boy. Like nobody believes him. Nobody. I would have to see the paperwork 
Like before I would believe that somebody gonna pay him four hundred million dollars to do anything. This is the same person who has not had a hit since fucking what Superman. I mean he make beats. He make beats for people. Four hundred million dollars. I mean clearly ain't nobody paying him no damn four hundred million dollars to make no beats. But this is he was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Like, sir, no, no, I'm sorry. You need more people. Who the fuck is going to believe that? Like, nobody. Charlemagne, like, nobody believes him. Everybody is like. In the context of the culture, him lying about making a $400 million deal makes much less sense than something else that we just don't know about. It just makes less sense because it's provable. It's verifiable. <laughs> and he seeks to lose so much more by lying about a potential $400 million deal that don't exist. Well, but didn't Cat Stat show a video? Don't he snort coke? Everybody in Hollywood snort coke. Okay, well, maybe he was coked out when he did that. Maybe that was drug-induced. But I just can't imagine knowing him and the talents, and I'm doing air quotes, y'all can't see me, the talents that he has... I just can't imagine what he could possibly be doing that would be worth four hundred million dollars. That's some Beyonce money, and Soldier Boy is not Beyonce. Like I don't. And he said it's a deal he signed with somebody. Yeah, talking about um for everybody that was doubting me, and I'm gonna change my number on folks, and <laughs> but you don't say what what the deal is for. Just a four hundred million dollar deal. That he just inked, supposedly. Soldier Boy need more people. He need more people. He need more people. You what never you heard somebody say you need more people. You need mm-hmm. people around you that oh, are telling that's you stop you, from- you need more people. <laughs> like you don't have enough people in your life. When Soldier Boy come out here and let y'all know what it is, and y'all are all silly because he four hundred million dollar richer, then I'm still not gonna give a fuck because I don't <laughs> care about nobody no damn Soldier Boy. I just mo okay. Most people who resort to being on love and hip hop these days are people who do so because shit ain't the only exception that I feel like to that would be probably Omarion. Omarion was on that and then he made that post to be song and that song was pretty big. But usually the people that are on love and hip hop are on them because they don't have shit else going on. Like Soulja Boy hadn't made an album since that album where Superman was on it. And I don't even remember what year that was. But it's been a while. I'm going to tell you what somebody, a new person that's coming to Love & Hip Hop. If you fool around and watch this, you can market yourself phenomenally on Love & Hip Hop. If you get on Love & Hip Hop, get some writers that's going to write you some good old one-liners about love and relationships for the whole season. You can have book deals. You can have everything <laughs> out there. Like... These like, people can market themselves to be so much more than just fighters. But that's what they get on, on this that show. They, like I feel like Mona has created a, she has created a climate on that show in which you have to cut a fool in order to get airtime. And so, people, the more ridiculous I can be, the more airtime I'm gonna get. And so, people go on there with the intention of being as foolish as they possibly can because that's the kind of climate she's created. And so, it's like this: is what I got to do in order to be seen. Because anybody that doesn't like, um, what is her name? Uh, that was swinging from the shower curtain. Um, Begin with a J. Damn it! Is, is it a J? 
It ain't like Joseline or that's Jocelyn. That Jocelyn. Ain't, no, that ain't she no, wasn't that ain't the one, one that was swinging. It's the it, it was the baby mama. Um, yes, I'm glad I don't know shit about that shit. It wasn't Jocelyn. Damn it. Um, cause now she's supposedly gay this season. Hmm. What the fuck is her name? Anyway, her her friend Arian. Arian was like the vo- did what you talking about. She was the voice of reason. She had good advice. Arian did not get no airtime. And then the very next season, the Arian on there, the bitch was gay. All of a sudden, now she a lesbian, and she got more airtime because oh, her storyline was more interesting. You can't go on there and have sense because you ain't gonna get no airtime. The the climate Mona has created, you have to be a fool to get airtime. And so that's exactly what the fuck they do. They go on there and fight and. Soldier Boy went on there and was had two women fighting over him and it's like it's Soldier Boy. Like, are y'all fucking kidding me? Y'all fighting over Soldier Boy. Superman now. Somebody love Soldier Boy. I mean, I guess. I can't love nobody that's got face tattoos. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves. I have tattoos, so it isn't my I'm not against tattoos, but don't fuck up your face. Like I don't I think face tattoos are the makeup for people with insufficient beard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just say that because you got a full ass beard. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I don't have face tattoos. That is a direct correlation. <laughs> you ain't got not got face tattoos because you got a beard. You ain't not you don't have face tattoos because you know it's stupid. Perhaps. But I'm not that's not to say that there's not a connection between face tattoos. Like Find me some face tattoos with beards. <laughs> Shoulder Boy got face tattoos and his face clean. Burt Man got face tattoos and his face clean. Lil Wayne got face tattoos and his face clean. We can keep going. <sighs> Burt Man. <laughs> respect. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to put respect on him. He actually did another interview. My friend sent it to me. I still haven't watched this shit because I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> but he said he did a lot better. He's still trying to... Um, Talk about these gay allegations that are being put again. Of course, he's still denying them because he's not going to admit to it. But I'm convinced he's gay, me personally. And then, and ain't nothing he going to be able to say to me. At the most, he's bisexual. But there's nothing he going to ever be able to say that's going to make me feel any differently. It's the same way I feel about Chris Bosch. I don't care how many times he get married. I'm convinced that Chris Bosch is gay and his wife is a beard. And that's just what it is. That's what you I got believe. that picture I sent you with Chris I Bosch. sure fucking did. <laughs> and it was hilarious. You need to put it on the website so people can fucking see it. It's hilarious. I'm put the picture on the website. Y'all gotta go to the website and see this picture of Chris Bosch. It just makes my point <laughs> that much more clear. He's gay. I'm convinced his wife is a beard. Now, whether or not she knows she's a beard or not, maybe she really thinks that, you know, it's whatever. I wouldn't have married him without an understanding of like I know I'm your beard and that's fine but I'm gonna need this amount of money um I don't know about making babies that's something we'll have to discuss and how that would go but I'm not really interested in that but I'll be your beard we're gonna find you a new homeboy that's gonna be my actual husband Mm -hmm. who is gonna be your friend Mm -hmm. so that when he come over here it seems normal exactly we would have worked it out. We would have had an understanding. Like I'm fine with being a beer, but there I got some stipulations and I got some requests. So okay, you're using this word. I don't. I don't know what that is. Beard. Y'all don't know what that is. You don't know what a beard is. 
I mean, I know what the beard I got is. No, the you, one on my head. Not the same beard that I you mean, had. you know, in correlation to the tattoo well, beard situation. Well, okay, so beard is a, a term that is used for men that are not ready to come out yet. It's a woman that they use to appear to be straight because it, like a beard, makes you look more masculine. This woman on their arm makes them look appear more masculine, make them appear appear straight. It, but she's not. They're not actually dating. So she, there, she's just a, a, a prop essentially, like a fake beard. And they're called beards. That make my beard seem less valuable. <laughs> <laughs> like why is that term got to be connected with that all that shit? That's what the term is. It's a beard. I've never heard that before though. Yes. Well, I have. You know, gay Senate friends. Beard so. in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Beard is a woman that is used as like a placeholder so that you appear to be more straight than you actually are. Sometimes people know that they're beards and sometimes women don't know that they're beards. Um, But yeah, it's called beard. Does Urban Dictionary define it as such? Yep. Yep. Any opposite sex escort taken to an event in an effort to give a homosexual person the appearance of being out on a date with a person of the opposite sex. Yes. Beard. Makes you look more masculine. That's why they're called beards. Yep. Look, that's the only it. definition. No, 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 even say nothing about my glorious fucking mane <laughs> on my face. Well, learn just something new. So now you know what a beard is. Cutting this shit off today. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to cut that damn beard off. But yeah, I'm convinced that Chris Bosch's wife is a beard. I am convinced that Keisha Cole and anybody else that Birdman has ever been connected to has been beards. Especially that bit. You need to you put that picture of Chris Bosch and put that video of Birdman during that concert Bringing where he was like, what? We fuck with the niggas too. Why ain't no niggas on stage? And, he, and it was like, when did Darren like back that ass up? Like It's just too much evidence against the man. When you talk about him kissing Lil Wayne <laughs> and then this mysterious relationship with Young, Young Thug, Thug where him and Lil Wayne is beefing. And then that video, <laughs> there the evidence is gathering up. I mean, it's there. If he do one more thing, it's really gonna be undisputed at that point. Look, like I said, at the most, I'll give him being bisexual, but he definitely like dudes. I'm sorry, I'm convinced, and that's I don't have a problem with that. If that's how he want to live his life, living your truth, <laughs> like living your truth. I'm gonna throw this out there for y'all. Out of all the thugs that exist. There's some gay thugs. It ain't yeah. just like it ain't. I know it's not popular in the culture, but it's gay thugs out there. Shit, go to Atlanta. Thugnificence. Go to go to go to Lenox Mall. Like just go to Lenox Mall if you live in Atlanta and just people watch. I like the times that I've gone. I have literally just sat in the food court and just people watch. That's like one of the best places in the world to people watch because there are so many different variations of homosexual men that come in there. You have the ones that are dressed very much like women, but you also have the ones that are like thugged out, like sagging pants and shit, like just look thugged out and then are switching harder than I could ever hope to switch in my life. It's just very interesting to watch. I like to people watch. Have you ever seen The Wire? Mm Mm-hmm. Omar, <laughs> like the, the gay dude on the show the, that everybody was terrified of, murking motherfuckers <laughs> left and right. He had that little whistle he did. Oh yeah, that little creepy mm-hmm. whistle. Yeah, Omar's a part. The first time I, I've just started watching The Wire because mm-hmm. I'm behind. I don't like to watch things when they're popular. Um, and the first time I watched that, because they show him first. 
And then they show him with his boyfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> these two things don't really go together. Like, it looks weird. I don't understand. But he loved that boy. Then he get killed. Then his boyfriend get killed. And Omar lost his no, shit. No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> I haven't gotten far enough in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just said that so nobody really know what happened. <laughs> Also, I don't fuck it up yeah. for people. I'm a, hey, I'm a spoiler. I do that very like regularly. Cause I don't. I, if I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna watch it. I don't care if you tell me the whole story. <laughs> I still want to see it for myself. I don't. Really? I don't do spoilers. I do. I don't care. Like, I started watching Scandal because it people was be all much. like posting about it every week, and I was like, but Walking Dead, I know everybody who gonna die. <laughs> I have never seen an episode of this People, But I know everybody's gonna die yeah. So I don't fool with spoilers If you know me If you're on my Facebook And you put a spoiler I will ruin everything you love <laughs> I, will f- I will find every show That is connected to the show That you just spoiled for me And I will go watch them Just to ruin them for you Passive aggressive ass <laughs> I will do it I don't care I will go to every midnight release Of that thing you love And send you a message Of what is ruined I'm gonna ruin it for you. I don't like watching popular shows for that reason. Like I, I don't like how wrapped up people get into shit, and I just don't like to be a part of the wave, you know. So like, I usually watch shit after nobody cares anymore. Like I'm interested in Game of Thrones, but I want to wait until the series ends. That's what I do. I wait till the shit ends, then I binge watch everything because everybody's watching and nobody cares anymore, and I can enjoy it all alone, as opposed to like the craze that happens when these shows first come out i just don't like that and so i purposely don't watch popular shows because i don't like how crazy people get about them so like the wire i watched that shit after the, i'm watching it now i watched it after the fact um i tried to get into orange is the new black but again i just don't like watching shit when people are like really hype about it because it annoys me so anyhow that's all i have for <laughs> unnatural selection this week it was a short well, I had a long week, so my section was a short section this week. All right, then. I guess we will get into deliberate nonsense. Yep. The first story I got is about a young boy that got shot by the police. What the fuck name? And he's black, and he didn't die. <laughs> Didrick Colvin. <laughs> Just- he had a BB gun. 14-year-old kid had a BB gun. And a pizza in one hand or some kind of food in one hand. Started running. After the police saw the fake gun, shot him in the back of the legs. He got shot. He survived. And I just wanted to talk about guns for a second. Do you do you fool with guns? Hell no. Like at all? <laughs> no. Would you ever do you feel like I don't like guns. I don't feel comfortable around guns. I would not want a gun in my home. Um, I don't have a gun in my home. At the most, I would like break down and maybe get like a stun gun. But like guns with bullets, I just don't like guns. I I grew up around guns because I'm from the country and my dad hunts. He still hunts. So my parents' house got hella guns. Don't fuck with my parents because my dad will shoot you. But I'm talking about like shotguns and shit. Like, mm-hmm. But I grew up around guns and I just, even with me growing up around them, I've never been comfortable and I don't understand understand the gun craze. Like, I have people in my life that are constantly telling me because I live alone and Kingston's not exactly a guard dog that I need to have a gun for protection. But my whole thing is I've lived 31 years 
and over a decade of that has been on my own and I haven't had a gun and I've lived so I just don't feel a need to purchase one I don't fool with guns I I just I guess I don't feel like I got enough to protect at the moment and I feel like if you have a gun you got to have a certain level of paranoia to be prepared at all times to shoot somebody like if I had a gun it wouldn't be under my pillow and it wouldn't be in my living room under the cushion it'll be in the bottom of my sock drawer in my closet I mean cause you got to have a kind of some kind of paranoia that something might happen to you to have it with you or next to you or on you or in your car yeah and the problem with once you have kids having it where it's a Available for you to get to quickly. It's also available for the kids to get to, and kids shoot motherfuckers a lot accidentally because guns are left out where they can get to. In them. 2015, 30 people died, and the shooters were five and under. Like it's crazy, but I think that I think guns are so closely tied to the Constitution, and I just think oh people get fucking upset about they right to bear arms like. But I think it's just because it's in the Constitution yeah. because I think that. The things that are in the Constitution are so closely tied to patriotism that you feel like you have to be connected to it. Like if it would, if the Second Amendment said you all have the right to, you know, animal skins <laughs> on your wall, it'll be animal skins on everybody's wall yeah. just because you've tied that connect. Peter wouldn't have that shit <laughs> <laughs> at all. What taxidermy is a thing? It Peter is. Peter can't do nothing about that. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'll just be more, many more taxidermists yeah. out here. I've always wanted to live in a country like like Canada or somewhere that has gun control because we don't, and we don't have a whole. At this point, I don't know that we ever will because it's gotten too far out of control. Like you, people would just get illegal guns. Like even if the government cracked down on it. Folks would still have fucking guns because at this point it's just so out of control. That but that's why the argument in the gun control debate isn't how do we get rid of guns. Yeah. The you know right will make it sound like this is about them trying to take our guns away. It's not. But do you really need a whole arsenal in your in your no, shed? You fucking. You know. <laughs> do you? And but the real argument, the core argument of the gun debate is. How do we protect ourselves enough, you know what I'm saying, versus the criminals that are out here, you know, without infringing on what that Second Amendment right is? Because the right is there. They're not going to change the Constitution. We yeah. have the right to bear arms. Yeah. But the question is now, what is the appropriate way to bear arms? Because, you know, the goons going to have street sweepers. They're going to have AK-47. They're going to have all of that stuff. Legally or illegally, mm -hmm. you know. So what? Am I only limited to a handgun? Well, and the thing, and I've okay, I've had this argument. My friend, but the friend that I'm constantly talking about when I say my friend <laughs> listens to the show, and he always like, I be wanting to respond so bad <laughs> when I listen. So he gonna really want to respond to this because this is a debate that we have regularly. <laughs> um, my whole thing with guns is this: most people buy guns and. I just don't think that everybody's like going to the gun range and learning how to appropriately use the, these guns. Okay. And now people are carrying guns on them a lot more. And my friend's argument is always that, well, if I'm somewhere and, you know, somebody come in trying to rob the place with a gun, 
My thing, it's like everybody always thinks that they gonna turn into fucking Clint Eastwood or some shit. Like, I just feel like I won't feel safe in a place where everybody got a gun on them if a robber come in and all y'all pulling out y'all goddamn guns and you don't know how to use your gun or you're not trained to use... I'm, a lot of innocent people are gonna get shot at, for you trying to shoot this one motherfucker in a, in a sea of people. Because you're not, you're not a sharpshooter. You know what I'm saying? Like, most people are not... They don't practice with the guns. They buy these guns, they have the guns, and then whenever they need to use the gun, they're not... And he's like, well, I go to the, the range. You're one person. Everybody that buys these guns are not practicing and, 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 and are able to use these guns in an, a healthy, appropriate way. So, no, I won't feel safer in a, in a place where everybody got a gun on them in case a fucking robber come in. Because I'd much rather that robber with his one gun than 27 people in here with guns and we have a whole Wild West shootout in this bitch. I'm more likely to get shot in that last scenario. Like, Mexican standoff. It's just stupid. Like, most people buy these guns and they just like having the guns and flashing the guns and showing the guns off. But they're not equipped to use these guns for real. And so when a... a and you're not... The adrenaline, like... You think that you're going to be able to just, like, be real calm and just... No! The adrenaline rush of that situation, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like, you are not going to be the sharpshooter that you think you're going to be. It's not, it's not how it works. It's See, not- I would be worried about the possibility of if I did shoot that person, they might charge me with murder. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I won't take them chances. I, as a black man in America, I'm not taking chances on nothing related to the justice system. It's too subjective, and I ain't shooting nobody. Yeah. Because I ain't going to jail. Because if I shoot somebody in self-defense and they start trying to charge me with murder, I got to ditch the country now. I got to go. I'm not going to jail, and I'm not dying. So my only options are... I need to get out of here. You got to be on the run. Like, if you come back and listen to my podcast, judge, I am a flight risk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of America if I feel like I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to become evasive. I'm not coming back. Well, and another thing about the guns is that we we kind of glorify them, and it makes kids want to have them, and it makes them want you when want to play with them when they find you know what I'm saying kids ain't scared so, of guns I'm scared of a gun I'm not if I find a gun lying around I'm not gonna pick that bitch up a child will though so a news station did a test they had a bunch of kids come with their parents and they were like hey what do you do when you see a gun tell an adult do you pick it up play with it no they said all the right shit all the right things and they sent the kids in a room with toys and they kind of hid a gun somewhere where they knew a kid would find it and the kids picked up the guns mind you it was about three black kids and six white kids in the room the white kids was picking up the guns going around pointing at each other (laughs) click click you know what I'm saying bang 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 it looked like a real gun and the parents was watching on the video and they were like mortified they were like ah my child picked up that gun and pointed at that kid and he pulled the trigger and girls were doing like everybody was playing with the gun taking turns because it isn't a question of whether or not kids know that they're not supposed to that's never the fucking case most of the shit kids do today is supposed to they know they're not supposed to do the shit that's why they hide the evidence of them doing it so it isn't even people think it's as simple as sitting the kids down and having a conversation about this you don't you know the guns not to be played with in one end of the fucking other. But like, I think even supposed to in that context is it's conflicting in our society. Because you say don't use guns, but you got Yosemite Sam using guns. Bang, bang, you bang. got 
guns on TV, on positive shows, on everything that kids watch. It's guns everywhere. Sure, the Not only that, just had like them little laser. Yeah, gun like things. guns are common. And then we got the Second Amendment. I got kids on my caseload that I can't tell is I can't tell them it's wrong to draw guns and be infatuated with guns. Some of the parents are like, you know, he keep drawing guns, and I said, well, we live in America. <laughs> Like, guns are praised out here. Yes. And you can't really discern that with kids very easily. And so, from that video, it just really made me think about the Tamir Rice situation. As to where they put so much responsibility on a 12-year-old when kids in their room were picking up that gun indiscriminately and just pulling the trigger on people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it becomes an issue and accountability and oh um, they shouldn't have had their son out there with a gun they should know that they shouldn't do this out here but if every kid is going to do that where does the responsibility lie if any kid just going to see a gun and do what they've seen done around society consistently then where does the responsibility really lie like to me society ain't doing a good job No. in terms of responsibility with firearms because look at all the mass shootings look at the young people that shooting people i mean look at how much gun violence is going on society is not doing a good job no. clearly there is a role for the individual to play clearly there is a role for the parent to play and clearly, clearly there's a role for the environment to play but you know society ain't doing shit about it nope except saying i still want my guns you know as long as my kid ain't died as long as my kid ain't shot nobody we good but I don't fuck with guns. No, me neither. I'm not a gun person. I never have. Like I said, I grew up around guns. I've been around guns my whole life. And I just ain't here for it. Like, every time somebody tells me that I need to own a firearm because I live by myself, I'm just like... You got Kingston? Well. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. Let's shoot him first. Um, You might be able to get away. Sh let me tell you something about <laughs> Kingston. Kingston is going to bark. He would alert me that there was an intruder in the home. Once he see the intruder and they get close to him, he's going to roll over his back with his paws in there like, don't fucking take me, take her. <laughs> like, Kingston is all out for himself. Kingston figures he's cute enough to get a new owner. He can't get a new him. Black dogs matter. <laughs> he's going to roll over, put his hands up. <laughs> Black dogs matter. Kill her ass. <laughs> don't kill me. I have no... I have no question that he would he would bark, but after that, if it if it came down to me or him, you already said he was a Chinese dictator in another life. He said he don't want to die and see what he gonna come yeah, back as this time. I think he got traps set up, <laughs> like traps that you don't know about that he gonna set in the motion, and you gonna have a decapitated intruder in your living room, and it's gonna be because of your dog, and you gonna have no idea how he pulled it off. But he's violent like Why that. Why do you think my dog is an evil genius? <laughs> <laughs> because Chinese dictators are fucking, they know they shit. They know torture methods. <laughs> you know how these people think my dog is this psychopath? He is kind of a psychopath. Your dog is a psychopath. He is. Your dog, whatever your dog wants to happen will happen. He's supposed to hang out with some other dogs. I'm scared because I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He going to rally up the troops <laughs> and all the other dogs going to be following his ass and they're going to be putting up their paws to damn Kingston like a little black dog Hitler <laughs> and they gonna take over the damn community they gonna kill all the damn cats <laughs> I hope I I don't know I just he has a very dominant personality and this is like four other dogs that I don't know 
how he's going to integrate himself into this, it will be interesting to see. If he want to be integrated, he will. If he don't, then them other dogs is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they in trouble. We'll see. Okay. Was I going to say something else? Nope. <laughs> the next story I got is about... It's a video going around on Facebook of this father that his son got in trouble apparently for walking out of class. The video say the daddy is saying, I told him that he can walk out of class because sometimes these teachers be messing up. But if he walk out of class, I told him to call me. The whole day went by and he didn't call me. And so now it's discipline time. So what he did was he put on some boxing gloves and he pretty much beat his son up. In boxing gloves. His son was bleeding. His white tee was all red with blood. He kept telling him, now tell all your friends that, you know, tell your teacher you sorry. Tell all your friends that this is what we do in this house. And he came in talking it like, you know, this is how discipline supposed to go with teenage boys. This discipline 101. You can't, you, y'all need to put that belt down and quit whooping them because sometimes they got some hidden aggression and they might need a chance to hit back, you know. But in that video, the daddy had no intention of letting his son hit him. In any way that matters You know And I just wanted to say that Don't do that Stop fucking doing Like this First whole off, Making videos Of you disciplining your kids Regardless of what it, Or, or embarrassed Or whatever the, What Stop doing that All together And don't box your kids out Like First off Don't do that shit anyway There is There are rules online That you can find That show you What appropriate discipline is And you know what Him and a lot of other people Say stuff like You know what They can't tell me What to do in my house They can't tell me How to discipline my kid In my house I'll discipline my kid How I want to uh, Yes the fuck they can And they do Because oh, they that daddy Was arrested like fuck <laughs> yep. And that child Was removed from the home And As a person that works With DHR that is not going to be an easy way to get your kid back. Like, that kid probably going to age out of this system. He's 17 years old. He's not going to live back with his daddy no more. You know, the truth of the matter is that our society, the way it's set up, can tell you how to discipline your child. And if they, if you don't want them to be involved in telling you how to discipline your child, then don't discipline your child in that way. Or don't record a video of it and put it out there for the whole world to see. Like, why are you even proud about that? I was trying to find when this first, when this story first, like, came out. Somebody on my timeline, like, was taken up for the dad. And the whole thing was, like, fucking ridiculous. But I can't But it's it. a lot of people out there. And more than anything, I would say black men that feel like man. the strong, the best way to manage teenage boy behavior is to, you know, beat them within an inch of their life. Beat it into them. And you know what? I didn't get beat nowhere near like that. I got whoopings, but I'm fine. I'm successful, relatively speaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just go. All you do is feed into this notion that black people are these out of control, wild. You know, th this is the only way to get them into line. They're so out of control and so wild that you have to beat them. This is the same fucking... Uh, Thing that the slave masters that that's the same mentality that they had that this is what needs to happen because they're so out of control and they're so wild that we need to beat them it's exactly that's you're just doing the same thing i can't find his post because that it pissed me off but like sometimes i have to just i don't want my 
I don't want my trigger fingers to turn into Twitter fingers. So <laughs> you don't want to do it. I, <laughs> don't do I it. have to just read stuff and just walk away and not say nothing. But I can't find it. But he like went on and on about how, as black men, this is what you have to do. And people complain about kids being out of control. But then when you try to a father tries to step in, just all of this bullshit. And I was like, let me tell y'all something. This is a golden nugget of information for you. If your child is 16 and they not they doing stuff that's bad, you've been fucking up for 16 years. Okay? <laughs> and now we're not talking about regular teenage shenanigans. Teenagers are teenagers. They're going to try to get away with stuff. They're going to do things that you don't agree with. That's normal stuff. Because that's what the fuck you did. Exactly. It's normal shit. But if your child is skipping class every day, if your child got all else, if your child don't know how to take responsibility, accountability, action, if your child out here fighting people every single day at 16, if your child got seriously outlandish behaviors, it's one of two things going on. They are a psychopath, which is a very small percentage of those kids are psychopaths, or you've been fucking up for 16 years. And make them get out your house if they are. Yeah, if they're a psychopath, the get cats, them out your house. The dogs are first, and then Yeah, you if <laughs> animals turn up getting missing and killed and hurt, Get that kid out your house some kind of way. But, and I know that's an extreme way of saying it, but realistically, either you're doing too much in the wrong way or you're not doing enough and that child is picking up these things from other places in their environment that you don't need them to pick it up from. So, and I can assure you that starting to whoop their ass at 16 and 17 year old ain't going to help. It's going to ruin the relationship that you have with that child. Or it could potentially... You could that child could potentially believe that that is really how you're supposed to discipline. And in ten years, when they have a kid, they're gonna be saying, "This is what my daddy did to me," and they're gonna be doing the same thing, perpetuating the cycle of physical violence towards their children that you gave to them. Yep, and you're just gonna have generations of this shit. Generations of bullshit ass abuse because that's abuse. You and to me, you shouldn't want to see you shouldn't want to see your child bleeding, and you definitely shouldn't be the one to strike that blood coming from their face. You know what I'm saying? And it don't take all of that. That's the thing. Like, it just don't take all of that. It really don't. It really don't. It don't. It didn't take all of that for my ass. It didn't. I mean, every person is different. And some kids need a little bit more discipline. But I can assure you, no kid needs to be boxed up in their house. No kid needs to be treated like that. None. I don't care. The worst kid you got from birth. If you do what you're supposed to do as a parent, then you won't have them problems when the child turned that old. I think he deleted that post because people got in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, it's a million variables in a million different ways to parent. You got to take responsibility of your role and how your children behave. Because at the end of the day, what that dude said is, I gave my child permission to do something that the school and that does not allow him makes to do. me so angry when you give your kids special permission to not follow authority and then you think that they're gonna follow yours like all of it comes down to the same thing not to mention the fact that your whole life is gonna be some kind of authority figure over you whether it's your boss at work so are they gonna do the same thing when they get a job like i don't want to do this so i'm not because guess what they're gonna be fucking fired they're not gonna they're gonna be living with you their whole lives like i hate when parents do that shit don't tell your if they're having trouble this is what my mom always did if we ever had any trouble with teachers 
My mom did not include us in that. She didn't tell us not to mind the teacher shit. She would go up to the school and the two adults would handle it. We weren't involved. She just told us to go to the school and do what the fuck we were told to do. And if anything outside of that needed to be done, my mom handled it because she's the adult. You don't have kids making it. Like, you just don't do that. Because if you give them permission to disrespect an adult, you're an adult too. And you think that you're going to be exempt for that shit, but you're not. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I hate when parents do that. Like, yeah. if they're having trouble at the school, don't send them to handle it. You go handle it. You take your ass up to the school and talk to the teacher and find out what the problem is. But you don't have the kid. Well, just leave the class. If she do that, then you got a right to just get up and leave. No. And odds are he been doing that with his child for a long time. Mm-hmm. It didn't start today. No. He been mm-hmm. allowing his child to, uh, to make his own decisions when it comes to other adults and other rule systems. And now, here you are. Yep. In a situation where you feel... That you need to discipline your child And you feel the best way to discipline your child Is to, you know, making them bloody Which is very sad It's very sad But that's all I got For deliberate nonsense I do have something else that I want to say though Oh god If you have student loans <laughs> Which Fuck student loans <laughs> If you have student loans Sign your soul over to the devil. I have experienced recently being sued in civil court by a student loan company. They served me a subpoena <laughs> by you were here when they served me. That dude had his dog not on a leash and you was living. <laughs> I don't even want to go back into that. Put your fucking dogs on leashes, people. That's a whole other conversation that we can have. And it was a friend it was a friendly dog too, but yeah, I think it's the principle of the thing for Red. Keep your dog on a leash. Your dog is friendly to you. You don't know how he gonna act with my black ass. And if I get bit by your dog, I'm not even gonna do nothing to the dog. I'm gonna kick your ass because you should have had him on a leash. This ain't your yard. This is an apartment <laughs> complex. He needs to be on a leash. This ain't your shit. But neither here nor there. <laughs> now, because I went through shit with this situation, I'm gonna tell you what you need to do. <laughs> Because loan companies that pursue people for civil suits, they get most of these suits by 90% of them win those because nobody replies. So I'm going to tell you all some stuff. This is for Alabama, but it's similar in a lot of different places. If you are served a subpoena appropriately, which means they bought it to you, handed it to you. Um, if they give it to somebody else and you don't get it, that's an inappropriate serve. They got to be sure that they serve you correctly. So if they serve you, you have 30 days to send an answer, which is basically saying, hey, I don't owe this money. I want to go to trial or I might owe this money, but they need to prove to me that I owe this money or, OK, I owe this money. But you need to send an answer within 30 days. Now, if you're like me and you failed to send that answer within 30 days, then it's possible that the judge gonna put a default judgment on you, which is what happened to me. They basically, the judge basically said, okay, well we ain't heard from Mr. On Point, boom, y'all get all that money, okay. From that point on that the default judgment is set, you have 30 days, no, you have 21 days to file, for, to vacate that default judgment. And I went to court for it to vacate the default judgment, it turned out in my favor. So now I get to have my trial over. But at the end of the day, if somebody serve you a subpoena, answer that thing right away. <laughs> because ain't nothing more stressful than not knowing 
if you gonna have to owe all this money, which means they can freeze your bank account, which means they can guard at your check right away. They can do things immediately in your life that's gonna be problematic. So just because I had this experience, I kind of resolved the first part of it. I just wanted to say that if you get sued for a loan, because likely that ninety five percent of y'all listening got loans. <laughs> yes. Go ahead and answer those things and 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 just do some research. It's plenty of research on it online about how to go about this whole process because this happens a lot. So, I just wanted to say that. Fuck student loans. Fuck student loans. Predatory. Basically. But that's all I got. Anything else on your mind? Uh, sweat night. I don't know what they say on Lion King. Sweat night. That's what it sounds like. What? The beginning of Lion King when he's getting ready to when the animals are coming up for Simba's, you know. I saw arrival. a video the other day of a dude doing that on Target loudspeaker. <laughs> he did it perfectly, <laughs> like he went to Google and found the lyrics. He went to Google and found the lyrics and how to pronounce that. all the words. Yeah, because I don't know how. He was like, "Hi, Savinia." Yeah, like speak. that. It start off like that. I don't but. speak Swahili, so. Oh, you sure it was Swahili? It's Swahili because I put I put the caption. I watch movies with captions on. I'm that person. I don't know why. I just like to see the words, and um, it it has like in parentheses in Swahili, <laughs> so it's Swahili. But I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak it, so okay. I always say sweat. Now I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love Lion King. I know I just can't. You know, it's a new Lion King with a mohawk. King. What? Like the new version of Lion King, like I guess the new Simba. I don't know if it's Simba Kid or, but he got I, like a red mohawk look, and looks stupid. I like the original Lion King and I like Lion King one and a half because it's from Pumbaa and Timon's perspective. Yeah, I, I didn't that. like Lion King two, and I don't know nothing about anything beyond two. I didn't like none of that. I just like Lion King and Lion King one and a half because it's from Pumbaa and Timon's, like their perspective of, yeah. of what went down. What? Oh, you? I want to see the Jungle Book though. The we, new Jungle Book. Oh, I was going to say, what do you mean you want to see it? The new one, the live oh, action. okay. I thought you meant you had never seen the Jungle Book. No, I saw the Jungle okay. Book. Okay, all right. Jungle Book is the only reason I like Tailspin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tailspin. Oh, yeah. Tailspin. All the trouble we get in with another Tailspin. Tailspin on DVD. I got Tailspin, DuckTales, Gummy Bears. This was my part, though. Oh, 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 oh. Spin it, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry. I, I love that. Tailspin. That's the only reason you like Tailspin is because Baloo. <laughs> because of all the characters in different, like, yeah. they had different roles. Like, yeah. Louie had a little bar. Yep. Baloo flew planes. Like, it's just a different take on them being in the jungle. Like, we moved up. Yeah. We got out the jungle, bro. Look at us. Got I'm flying cargo planes. Your cargo plane got guns on it, bro. We having to shoot these enemies. They solving crime and shit. I got a bar, bro. We done moved up. <laughs> you remember when we was in the jungle butt naked? <laughs> we got clothes now. <laughs> Rescue Rangers was another one that I like. Rescue Rangers was weird. Why was Rescue Rangers weird? I mean, it was good. I don't know. It, something about when Monterey Jack smelled cheese, <laughs> it creeped me out for some reason. I don't even know like how his, how his eyes went crazy, his mustache pointed out to the side. Yeah, like, I don't a, know, man. A, I don't. You know, kids get creeped out by dumb shit. I was, was a, a kid. Mouse. He liked the cheese. 
What? Did anything Do mice weird? and chipmunks really hang out like that? Nah, I doubt it. They Cause rodents. mice like be on the inside of the yeah. house. Chipmunks be in the top of trees. I mean, they're all rodents, but I don't think they like <laughs> hang out like that. And then, like, it never made the the chipmunks were in love with that mouse, the girl mouse. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Gadget. her name is. Gadget. They were in love with Gadget, which interspecies shit didn't make no sense. But whatever. Yeah. <sighs> My boy Dale. Just never got it. He was an idiot. He was like he reminded me of um Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He was a little smarter than Pinky, but he was pretty stupid. We could talk about cartoons for like thirty more minutes. Sure could, because I (laughs) I have them on DVD, so I can like go in depth. Yeah, Tiny Toon Adventures, like I yeah. But we don't have to do that. No. So. Until that we until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla.